podcast. I am Stacy the Preacher Chick, and today is day 165 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Now listen, we're getting ready to start um, a somewhat, um, hmm, a book of scripture <laughs> that is um, often unread, many times debated, <clears throat> and mostly misunderstood. We are going to begin Song of Songs or Song of Solomon. Um, And so I have sitting in front of me as I'm doing this several commentary and um, one of my textbooks from Bible school um, about poetic books and wisdom literature. Um, There is not a teaching video yet today from the Bible Project, but there will be one and it will be linked in the show notes in the next, I think it's tomorrow. Um, So you'll have to, you'll have to look for that. The thing is, is there is so much um, debate over the authorship of the book. And um, I want to hit that head on before we even get into um, reading it. Thing is, um, ancient Jewish tradition uh, ascribes authorship to King Solomon. In the right at the beginning of of the book itself, it says the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. Um, the Hebrew title is translates to Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. And the thing is, is that the first book could um, could translate. It could mean written by. It could mean dedicated to. It could mean according to the tradition of. Um, but like I said, ancient Jewish tradition may, uh, makes Solomon, King Solomon, the author. Um, there are many who disagree with this because it seems to be a book, um, a, a poem that is written between a, a man and a woman, a husband and a wife. And Solomon had hundreds of wives as we know, but, um, I don't think that that completely negates the potential of Solomon being the author, just based on the places that are mentioned in this book. Many of them are um, within his kingdom. The timing of it being written would have been during Israel's um, time of of kingship, like monarchy, having a king. And um, even though Solomon strayed from the truth of God and, and the the heart of God through his adult life, God still used Solomon in powerful ways to relay his truth to his people. And so um, let's not get hung up on that per se, but uh, understand that there is some debate on this. Um, We also want to look at um, this as, yes, it is a love poem, essentially, But it is a way for us to see God's love for his people portrayed in the love between a man and a woman. Um, No, God does not love his people in a sensual way, but he loves them fiercely and he loves them um, radically, as we see in in sending Jesus to die for us. Um, Also, God created man and woman. And one of the commands in the garden was to be fruitful and multiply. He created a way for that to happen. And so God is not shy from addressing sex. So it's, if it's within the context of the relationship that he created and designed it for, it's beautiful and it should be discussed and it doesn't need to be um, embarrassing or 
um, shied away from. I think this is one area the church has really messed up um, because we get caught up in, um, oh, that sounds wrong. We get caught up in the purity aspect of things, which is important. Purity is important. At the same time, we have treated purity as, um, uh, I just don't think we've handled it right. I just don't think, and I don't have time to get into that right now. Our intros to our episodes normally take 30 seconds to a minute and a half, and I'm already almost at five minutes. So you know what? Let's jump into this. Let's read Song of Solomon. Let's go. The Song of Songs, which is Solomon's. This is from the woman's perspective. Oh, that he would kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. For your caresses are more delightful than wine. The fragrance of your perfume is intoxicating. Your name is perfume poured out. No wonder young women adore you. Take me with you. Let's hurry. Oh, that the king would bring me to his chambers. Young women, we will rejoice and be glad in you. We will celebrate your caresses more than wine. Woman, it is only right that they adore you, daughters of Jerusalem. I am dark like the tents of Kedar yet lovely like the curtains of Solomon. Do not stare at me because I'm dark, for the sun has gazed on me. My mother's sons were angry with me. They made me take care of the vineyards. I've not taken care of my own vineyard. Tell me, you whom, I'm, whom I love, where do you pasture your sheep? Where do you let them rest at noon? Why should I be like one who veils herself beside the flocks of your companions? Man, if you do not know, most beautiful of women, follow the tracks of the flock and pasture your young goats near the shepherd's tents. I compare you, my darling, to a mare among Pharaoh's chariots. Your cheeks are beautiful with jewelry, your neck with its neckline, or your neck with its necklace. We will make gold jewelry for you, accented with silver. Woman, while the king is on his couch, my perfume releases its fragrance. The one I love is a sachet of myrrh to me, spending the night between my breasts. The one I love is a cluster of henna blossoms to me in the vineyards of En Gedi. Man, how beautiful you are, my darling. How very beautiful your eyes are doves. Woman, how handsome you are, my love. How delightful. Our bed is verdant. The beams of our house are cedars and our rafters are cypresses. Chapter two. I am a wild flower of Sharon, a lily of the valleys. Man, like a lily among thorns, so is my darling among the young women. Woman, like an apricot tree among the trees of the forest, so is my love among the young men. I delight to sit in his shade and his fruit is sweet to my taste. He brought me to the banquet hall and he looked on me with love. Sustain me with raisins, refresh me with apricots, for I am lovesick. May his left hand be under my head and his right arm embrace me. Young women of Jerusalem, I charge you by the gazelles and the wild does of the field. Do not stir up or awaken love until the appropriate time. This verse often um, is used for the purity aspect of things. And that's not necessarily wrong. She's just talking about how she wants the man to hold her and her desire for him. But she's talking to uh, probably talking to women who are not married yet. And so she says, this is how I feel. But listen, this is for a marriage relationship. So don't go pursuing this. Wait until, you know, you're, you're with your husband is basically what this is all about. Okay, 
Listen, my love is approaching. Look, here he comes, leaping over the mountains, bounding over the hills. My love is like a gazelle or a young stag. See, he is standing behind our wall, gazing through the windows, peering through the lattice. My love calls to me, man. Arise, my darling, come away with me, my beautiful one. For now the winter is past, the rain has ended and gone away. The blossoms appear in the countryside. The time of singing has come and the turtle dove's cooing is heard in our land. The fig tree ripens its figs. The blossoming vines give off their fragrance. Arise, my darling, come away, my beautiful one. My dove in the clefts of the rock and the crevices of the cliff. Let me see your face. Let me hear your voice and your voice or let me hear your voice for your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. Woman, catch the foxes for us, the little foxes that ruin the vineyards, for our vineyards are in bloom. Woman again, my love is mine and I am his. He feeds among the lilies until the day breaks and the shadows flee. Turn around, my love, and be like a gazelle or a young stag on the divided mountains. In my bed at night, I sought the one I love. I sought him, but did not find him. I will arise now and go about the city through the streets and the plazas. I will seek the one I love. I sought him, but did not find him. The guards who go about the city found me. I asked them, have you seen the one I love? I had just passed them when I found the one I love. I held on to him and would not let him go until I brought him to my mother's house, to the chamber of the one who conceived me. Young women of Jerusalem, I charge you by the gazelles and the wild does of the field, do not stir up or awaken love until the appropriate time. Narrator. Who is this coming up from the wilderness like columns of smoke scented with myrrh and fragrance from every fragrant powder of the merchant? Look, Solomon's bed surrounded by 60 warriors from the mighty men of Israel. All of them are skilled with swords and trained in warfare. Each has his sword at his side to guard against the terror of the night. King Solomon made a carriage for himself with wood from Lebanon. He made his po its post of silver and its back of gold and its seat of purple. Its interior is inlaid with love by the young women of Jerusalem. Go out, young women of Zion, and gaze at King Solomon wearing the crown. His mother placed on him on the day of his wedding, the day of his heart's rejoicing. Man, how beautiful you are, my darling. How very beautiful behind your veil. Your eyes are doves. Your hair is like a flock of goats streaming down Mount Gilead. Your teeth are like a flock of newly shorn sheep coming up from washing, each one bearing twins, and none has lost its young. Your lips are like a scarlet cord, and your mouth is lovely. Behind your veil, your brow is like a slice of pomegranate. Your neck is like the Tower of David constructed in layers. A thousand shields are hung on it, all of them shields of warriors. Your breasts are like two fawns, twins of a gazelle that feed among the lilies. Until the day breaks and the shadows flee, I will make my way to the mountain of myrrh and the hill of frankincense. You are absolutely beautiful, my darling. There is no imperfection in you. Come with me from Lebanon, my bride. Come with me from Lebanon. Descend from the peak of Amana, from the summit of Sinir and Hermon, from the dens of the lions, from the mountains of the, of the leopards. You have captured my heart my sister, my bride. You have captured my heart with one glance of your eyes, with one jewel of your necklace. How delightful your caresses are, my sister, my bride. And he's not calling her his legitimate biological sister. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. Your caresses are much better than wine and the fragrance of your perfume than any balsam. Your lips drip sweetness like the honeycomb, my bride. Honey and milk are under your tongue. The fragrance of your garments is like the fragrance of Lebanon. 
my sister, my bride, you are my locked garden. A locked garden and a sealed spring. Your branches are a paradise of pomegranates with choicest fruits, henna with nard, nard and saffron, calamus and cinnamon. With all the trees of frankincense, myrrh and aloes, with all the best spices, you are a garden spring, a well of flowing water streaming from Lebanon. Woman, awaken, north wind, come, south wind, blow on my garden and spread the fragrance of its spices. Let my love come to his garden and eat its choicest fruits. That is chapters one through four of Song of Solomon or Song of Songs. And now Psalm 11. I have taken refuge in the Lord. How can you say to me, escape to the mountains like a bird? For look, the wicked string bows, they put their arrows on bowstrings to shoot from the shadows at the upright in heart. When the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord, his throne is in heaven. His eyes watch, his gaze examines everyone. The Lord examines the righteous, but he hates the wicked. And those who love violence, let him rain burning coals and sulfur on the wicked. Let a scorching wind be the portion in their cup. For the Lord is righteous. He loves righteous deeds. The upright will see his face. There you have it, friends. There is day 165. We'll see you tomorrow um, for day 166 and the rest of Song of Solomon. And we'll keep going through it. Bye.